If last week's economic reports, including a more robust than expected labor market and a higher than anticipated consumer price index poured cold water on the idea of a near-term cut in interest rates, yesterday's economic numbers thoroughly stirred and mixed the ashes. Good morning. This is your financial animal buzz on business for Thursday, January 18th, 2024. My name is William Walsh. I spent my entire career over 40 years as a financial advisor and financial planner. I earned the Chartered Life Underwriter, Certified Financial Planner, Chartered Financial Consultant, and the Accredited Estate Planner Professional designations. Now I'm living my best life, bringing listeners like you the information they need to bypass people like me. If that's you or might be you, you're in the right place. If it's not you, you're still in the right place. We're glad you're here. As we have said many times, stocks go up when they want to go up and go down when they want to go down. It falls to the likes of me, ex post facto, to find a rationale and write a headline. Stocks were ready to go up back in October. Third quarter earnings had been excellent. The economy seemed to be in good shape. And inflation, well, we'll worry about inflation tomorrow, Toto. Nine weeks and 15% later, tomorrow has arrived. Actually, it arrived yesterday and apparently spent the night. The Dow Jones Industrial Average had been down over 230 points early in the session, but rallied into the close. It finished at 37,267 off 94 points or one quarter of 1%. The S&P 500 was off six tenths and closed at 4,739 down 27 Points. The NASDAQ composite was likewise down six tenths. It closed at 14,856 off 89 points. The RSP was down eight tenths. The SOXL was off 2.6%. Rates were up, bonds were down across the yield curve on Wednesday. The yield on the two-year treasury was up 13 ticks. It now stands at 4.361%. The 20-year closed at 4.444%. Go play that number. 4.444%. That was up two basis points. Oil continues to mark time, despite the fact that inventories were down a little bit in the numbers that came out yesterday. Uh, It was up. Almost exactly what it was down on Tuesday. It closed at $72.67, up $0.87. Gold apparently hates higher interest rates more than it loves inflation. It was down $23.70 and closed at $2,006.50 a troy ounce. It was a pretty good Christmas season, which was reflected in the consumer spending numbers that were released before the opening bell yesterday. Core retail sales grew by 0.4% in December versus expectations of 
0.2%. Retail sales for November, the entire complex, not just the core numbers, uh, were also released yesterday, and they likewise exceeded expectations coming in at 0.6% versus expectations of a 0.4% increase. The Atlanta Fed released its GDP Now figure, which estimated fourth quarter economic growth at a 2.4% annual rate versus expectations of 2.2%. These are hardly gangbuster numbers, but nowhere near world ends territory. Unless you're a Wall Street trader who really, 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 really needs rates to fall. A bunch of Q4 earnings were released after the bell yesterday, but mostly banks. A couple of red numbers, but the rest were good. Today, we get building permits, housing starts. You know we follow the housing market very closely here on this podcast. We get the Philly Fed Manufacturing Index. Manufacturing's been a mess for two years, maybe more. And initial and continuing jobless claims. The markets seem edgy. These numbers could move them one way or the other. Everyone here at World Headquarters will be working overtime to figure out what it all means so we can report it all tomorrow. All you need to do is keep it right here on The Buzz. And that is your Buzz on Business for Thursday, January 18th. Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business, financial, economic, and stock market news. And don't forget our premium episodes where each week we cover a story or topic that has been in the news that might affect you, your finances, and your investments. But we don't cover it over the last six hours or six days, but over the last 50 or 100 years so you can put the news in context, be better informed, and make better decisions. This week, we're not going back 50 or 100 years, though. We're going back to the good old days of 2009, the year Bitcoin went live. And we'll be tracing that story through last week when a bunch of Bitcoin ETFs likewise went live. We've also got a couple of personal stories on the topic of cryptocurrency. You won't want to miss it. It's just for our premium subscribers, however. Premium subscription is a minuscule $2.99 a month for these four extra episodes. There's a link in the episode description where you can learn more and where you can sign up. We hope. You'll join us. And for Financial Animal and FinancialAnimal.com, my name is William Wall.